won't you be my neighbor? I don't know why, but for some reason, when I have an amazing story to share for this podcast, I think of Mr. Rogers. I've got a story for you today that has a drunken crowd, a demanding husband, and a wife who does the only thing she possibly could do to make the situation promising. (laughs) Join us as we pursue attraction. Welcome to Smalley Marriage Radio. I am Michael Smalley. And I'm Amy Smalley. (laughs) That is your trade catchphrase. (laughs) Yeah, I thought you might enjoy that. That's so cute. So, okay, it's been a couple days. Yeah. So what is today? Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Oh. Is that important to mention on a marriage podcast? Just just to let everybody know. What are our big plans? Our big plans are movies. A movie. And... What movie? I, I... don't know. So it is Garrett. Alita. Alita. Oh, yeah. You're Battle old. Angel. Yeah. The one that has to be seen in the theater. Big theater. And we're taking our boys and my mother. There you go. And then we, be fun. then we catch a flight yep. to Richmond, Virginia. Coming where we your way, Richmond. West End Assembly of God, or as they affectionately refer to themselves as WEAG. WEAG. Yeah. I've tried to talk Wait, to WEAG? Shannon, the pastor. I've tried to talk to him. Our good friend, who is also a pastor there, Dave DeMasters. Yeah. That WEAG doesn't work for me. I, I love WEAG. I love saying WEAG. 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 Makes me think of the Aggies and you know what that does. Well, I like, I like, we have a lot of fans. I probably, we have a lot of friends that are Aggies. Waggies. <laughs> uh, waggies. Well, that's pretty good, actually. That's not bad. Okay. So, for the distraction of the day. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. Well, it's pretty wild. It's going to blow, just like that, actually, your mind. So do you remember any of the power outages we've ever had, especially really only power outages that we've experienced at night? At night? Yes. So when it's dark outside. Oh. Do you remember any? Mm-mm. You have no memory of any I of mean, them? I mean, not really waking up to the clock blinking. Oh. Well, like, you know, the uh, hurricane. Except the hurricane. Yeah, hurricane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those definitely. I thought you meant just during the night. Yeah. Well, do you remember what you would do if we had no electricity to try to light up the house and keep any evil away? Candles, flashlights. Okay. Yeah. Normal stuff, right? Yeah. Well, out of curiosity, what's the worst thing you could do to try and help bring light into the house? Like, what would be the dumbest thing on earth? Build a fire inside your house? That's actually a pretty decent shot at it. That's not it, but I'm impressed because you're never going to guess what a mother of two did to bring light into their home. Oh, boy. That is the distraction of the day, which we will unveil this true yet unbelievable story at the end of today's podcast. That's right. Stay tuned. It's going to be cool. Stay tuned, my friends. So the honoring news of the day, where we try to highlight and focus good people and good things, because the world, in fact, does have goodness. That's right. And this one comes from the Good News Network. Champion Boxer donated an entire $9 million purse from his big fight to house the homeless. Wow. Nine That's awesome. M- 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 million dollars. M- million. He is a British kickboxer. He is now the heavyweight champion of the world. 
And really, he, he's the heavyweight trampoline of yeah, the world like right now. Tyson Seriously. Fury is his name. Tyson Fury, okay. and he, that's a cool. That's a I boxer know, name. That is Fury. What do you Tyson. do for a living? Hello, Fury. what's your name? Tyson Fury. You must be a heavyweight champion boxer. You are bad. Yeah. So, all right. Instead of using his winnings on sports cars or luxury goods, this British kickboxer donated all of it to charity. He is thirty years old. Wow. He is known as the Gypsy King. And he spent years struggling with drug addiction and mental oh, health issues. No way. I know. So he's been getting healing in his oh. own life. But this whole thing came about because he had to fly to L.A. for a press conference mm-hmm. before the flight. You know, mm-hmm. big stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. And in L.A., he was totally shocked by the amount of homeless people he saw. Mm-hmm. And there really are a lot. There are a lot. It's kind of shocking when you're downtown in Long Beach or in... You know, Part of it's because the, the weather's so nice. Like, well, it, who wants to be homeless in Chicago? I mean, that's a lot harder. I'm so just, what you're saying is, it's luxurious. <laughs> I'm not saying it's weather luxurious. conditions. No, I'm not. People saying are like, hey, I could live outside. It's never, it's no, it's never okay. And but not, isn't that amazing? It is really. He's cool. a heavyweight Way to champion. Go. Tyson Fury, and he gave all nine, every nine, not nine every, million. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So. Uh, this is Fury said, I did give away, so he was asked this question recently in, in the UK, I did give away my last purse, but I don't do charity work for a pat on the back. Hmm. I do it to help people, but I do not want praise for it. I don't want to be called a do-gooder. Hmm. Fine, you're not a do-gooder, you're a jerk. You And you do amazing things. Purse giver. Yes, <laughs> purse giver. So don't forget, my friends, go to smallinstitute.com. <laughs> Calm. Calm. And you can sign up today for the Pursue Oneness, an online oh, experience man. that can that will blow your mind. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, you can see how extensive this course has gotten. We are already up to week seven posted. Uh-huh. For the course. Man, Look at good. all of that. That's awesome. It's incredible. Babe, you're doing a great job. Go to smallinstitute.com. It's a $15 purchase. It's totally worth it. And people are signing up in groves. They are. Because we are the fastest growing marriage podcast mm-hmm. in the world that has the name Smalley in the Smalley, and we're on air. I know. So Danielle East is watching right now on Facebook Live. She's like, hey, y'all. Hey, I'm y'all. in Texas. Maybe that's why I'm lucky enough to catch you guys on live again. I know that's not how you sound, Danielle, but it's not. No, it felt like the appropriate. Well, voice. you've got some, you know, Irish stuff going on now. You know, yeah, you know, southern. Uh, that draw. wasn't Irish. It was, it was Scottish. Oh, sorry, I'm developing a character. Mm. I raise mm. sheep. I'm a sheep herder. <laughs> And I'm going to do an entire podcast one no. of these days in my character. Do you know what his name is? What's his name? McGregor McGregor. McGregor McGregor. <laughs> oh, I. I have so many problems. <laughs> I really have a lot of mental problems. I understand Tyson Fury. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Give us a yeah. review. Do a rating. Five yes. stars only. If you can't give me five stars, <laughs> get out of here. Stop listening. <laughs> You're not welcome here. No. Oh, yeah. you are. And just 
can you read the numbers here where they can call yes. if they want to leave us a yes. Q&A voicemail that we will play on our we worldwide will, show? We will play that. 903-392-0975. That's the number to call oh. for Q&A. We've actually been getting a lot of Q&A from our conferences that we've been doing, but you guys are kind of slacking. So you kind of need to like, step want, it up a little. We want voicemails, and, um, people. Yeah. So and, and guess what? If you're now listening because you were at one of our conferences and maybe your question didn't get answered, Ooh. ask it again because yeah. we will totally answer. We will. Yeah. Felt like you're going to say something nope. really profound, nope. and then it kind of That's stumbled it. out. We'll of give the you gate. our okay. best effort. That's good. Okay, so I started off with this little ditty. Thank you, Yeah, he scared me. He freaked me out. He looks a little like Santa. No, he looked like a dirty, drunken Santa. <gasps> That's so rude. Can well, I say that and not get no, sued? No, you're, you're not supposed to. Okay. Just say you're sorry. I am not sorry to be sorry. I am very sorry. You're that very count? sorry because we love Captain Kangaroo. Yes, Captain Kangaroo is also wonderful. You know he's in prison. No, he's I'm not. kidding. Good gracious, people! I can people. imagine him still being. So I don't alive. know why I always think of Mr. Rogers. I don't know if it, is Mr. Rogers still alive. I don't know. Okay, that probably would have been maybe, a good thing for me to know. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody needs to give us a shout out and Google that real quick while we're online. Well, is Valerie Mr. Niles Wyndham has given us a shout out of a good morning and good morning, good morning. to you, Valerie. Hey, Valerie, is is Google? <laughs> Ask Google if Mr. Rogers is alive oh, and yeah. Captain Kangaroo. Good we thinking. would love to know. Let's put other people to work. <laughs> Unless you've purchased Pursue Oneness, <laughs> then we won't put you to work. No, I wonder if I'm kidding. to love her. She's cool. Okay. So I'm going to read a story. Okay. It's a story. I love it. You don't know it. I do not know and it. And you're not allowed to look at the notes. Okay. And you're looking right at the notes. I'm not looking at the notes. So I'm going to read this story. It's not very long, but I, I loved it. I found it today, and I thought this is totally I'm perfect. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to drink some of my water. I'm going to put yeah. the microphone away so you don't hear the eyes. Oh, uh, nice. So I, I found it, and I thought this is a perfect story to help illustrate the key points of pursuing attraction. So we're at... You know, in the course, it would be week seven, which is pursue attraction. In the book, which you can also purchase for the same cost, by the way, 15 schmackers. See. Uh, it is, you know, this is one of those key concepts on what are the things that you can do in order to attract people to you? Okay. And obviously, we want to attract our spouse and our yeah. children. We want them to be drawn to us. We've called this, uh, and in the book and in the course, we call it uh, being a love magnet. Yeah. Where people can't help but be drawn to you. I got this story. This <clears throat> is a good one. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Is it okay? Oh, I had I'm to not, get some water. I'm not looking. I'm sorry. Okay. And here we go. There is an old story that illustrates the principle of honor within marriage. A drunkard husband spending the evening with his jovial and drunken companions at a tavern started boasting that if he took a group of his friends home with him at midnight and asked his Christian wife to get up and cook supper for them, she would do it without complaint. Oh, wow. She's he, far better woman than me. He laughed sarcastically. Ha! That pathetic woman does whatever I tell her to do. Oh, 
the crowd of companions, if you could even call them that, more like fellow drunk acquaintances, considered it a vain boast and dared him to try it. Sure she would, they said, just like our own wives would. Do it, do it, prove it to us. So the drunken crowd followed him home, singing and mocking the pathetic woman Mm. who they'd never Mm. even met. Mm. Finally. I don't know if I like this story. The husband entered the home, and the crowd waited at the front door, piled in tight to make sure they could each see and hear his unreasonable demand blow up in his face because no one believed that this Christian wife would ever get up, and especially happily, and serve a group of strange drunk people. Of course, he woke up his wife and demanded she cook something special for his friends. Still sleepy, she sluggishly got out of bed, got dressed, went downstairs, and prepared a nice supper Hmm. for the crowd of acquaintances. But she served them as cheerfully as if she had been expecting them. Hmm. After supper, one of the men, who had probably sobered up by now, asked her how she could be so kind when they had been totally unreasonable. And I know you don't approve of our conduct, you know, being a Christian and all. Her reply, sir, when my husband and I were married, we were both in need of a savior. It has pleased God to call me out of that dangerous condition. However, my husband continues in it. I tremble for his future. Were he to die as he is, he would be miserable forever. I think it my duty to render his present existence as comfortable as possible. Not long after, her husband was saved. Wow. Come on. You got to high five that. That's incredible. "Mm, Yeah. You can't poo poo that. I don't know. That is an amazing woman with amazing strength. And I know, obviously, we're not promoting for people to be abused or to be in an abusive situation. But I, when I stumbled across that, her response and her reasoning, I love the line, we were both in need of a savior. And I love how she worded, it has pleased God to call me out of that dangerous condition. And I, I apparently this was a story from like the 1800s, seven, late 1700s, somewhere around there. So it was a long time ago. But that's kind of, I think that's what Christ is calling us to do. I think what's hard about that story, to be honest, is because that was really wrong. Like what he did was really wrong. And I, th- I will say in our society... And the idea of, especially as a woman listening to that story, there's probably like, wait a minute, are we really, are, do we want to advocate that women are demeaned and shamed and like demanded to do things? That, that to me does not feel well, very Well, it's unhealthy honoring. though. It is very unhealthy. I mean, that's like, like the whole point is the guy's not in the right. That is not the way to honor your wife. And I, I think the same from, would be true for a man. I, I, I think the difference that I'm, 
hearing or the difference that can be drawn from this is is that she's not she's not doing it from a place of that this is this is this is my role this is where I've come from I I'm I guess I'm right. just the I'm lowly weak. I'm the weak and I'm the lowly servant and so yes he says this and so I just have to obey his you know his every demand and and whatever it's not about that it's she sees beyond what is yeah, so she, she does sees it. beyond she sees the value and she really sees she's able to have compassion on him when he's not and she recognizes the situation that he's in without him recognizing it yeah and how's he ever going to recognize it unless she goes does something extraordinary and so this extraordinary and it truly does Amen. truly is an extraordinary task to do something like that um it's it's a very I mean I I will say for for women and for, to know that difference of am I walking with God and God is giving me the strength to give this message and I'm able to do it and 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 I'm doing it through Christ versus I'm doing it out of a lack or out, out of, of codependency code or, or out, out of fear right and knowing weakness. your value i think that that's the biggest difference that you know knowing that he's obviously he was obviously in a pretty um lifeless existence and she you and know, he darkness ends up saved yeah he but i mean in the movie you don't know God. that when she woke up that night she didn't know that she doesn't know that that's and that like, that's why i felt girl. like this wife was like christ which i think is sort of our job i mean christ he picked up that cross and was mocked, was beaten, was murdered, and all for me, someone who totally doesn't deserve it, that's what changes people, I uh, think. I, absolutely. But you know what? I think you have to read the Bible in context and put everything in context because there's also God's a God of justice. And God is a God of, you know, there's sometimes that you're like, whoa, whoa, that's some harsh stuff God's telling. But you have to know scripture and know God in context to be able to. And I would say she needs to know herself and God in context to know why am I doing this? Yeah. And that's to good. know, you well, know. Wait, to, so why? Why what what would be like a quick answer to the why why was she doing that? Well, I, there are certain times in certain situations that I'm with women, and in our book we have a um, a, a book called "The Surprising Way to a Stronger Marriage," and um, I think it's Julianne. I can't remember what name we used in the book because it's not her real name. Um, she is loving her spouse in a very unconditional way, and um, and he it has been able to respond. But her big thing that she would love to be able to see is she would love to be able to see him come to Christ, and so she That's truly does why. feel like. Like I'm a missionary of one, you know. Yeah. I mean, she feels like if if I do not if I do not change anyone's life, if I do not, and he's not abusive. Wait he's a minute, a, he's a very kind. Now person. I have to ask you another question. Where yeah. did you get the phrase "a missionary of one"? That's from her. She, yeah, that's from she, who? From her, Julianne, or whatever her name is in the book. <gasps> in the book. Oh, yeah, her I name is Julianne in the that. book, so I don't oh, want to say her name. Okay, okay, for real, because I love legit. that statement. Yeah, a missionary of one, and so being able to understand that. 
But yet she does not, she's not a doormat. And that's her whole like pushback and what she would ask me sometimes. And that's why sometimes having another person beyond you or outside of you to know, wait a minute, why am I doing what I'm doing? And this walking alongside with you. I mean, I journeyed with this woman. I We studied the Bible together. We did a Bible study together. We were able to really differentiate. And she was able to see God using her and see her strength goes beyond her. And so if it's if it's out of a strength versus a weakness, that's probably the biggest difference. Is that, is that she's doing it from a... If and you're that's, doing it out of weakness, it's going to be that codependent, or right. it could be a narcissistic thing of, no, I'm only doing this to get this something exactly, in return. to get something in return, right. But the strength comes, and it's healthy when it's coming from, no, this is really out of obedience and, and my love for Jesus that I can willingly lay down my life and do the right thing in the face of of this knucklehead guy. You know, Kirsten said on Facebook Live, I think she chose to be a servant waiting on God to move his heart. Right. That's and when you when you That's do something huge. out of out of a love of Christ, not even a fear of loss, like a fear of a fear of loss of the marriage, a fear of loss of you know, oh, like God's going to strike me dead because I'm not some submissive you know little doormatty person that you know whatever. It's not that. It's out of a love, and that love with that love comes a strength. Yeah. I mean, because if you think about it, in the end, she's kind of bold. She's kind of saying, you know what? Bottom line is. You think I'm the sh- I'm the schlep or whatever you know. You think that I'm the bad I'm the person that's that really me. in the bad place. It's really it's him and it's you guys because you really don't have. You're the one living in the gutter, yeah. and I'm the one that's going to be in. You know, I, I get to be. I'm called to freedom in a higher place. So today's show is about pursuing attraction, and pursuing attraction is trying to create a safe environment in your relationship. Not safe. Like, oh, I'm scared for my life. Safe in terms of feeling that emotionally I can open up and I can share and I feel like I can uh, communicate my feelings and needs are going to be heard. I'm going to get validated. And it might perhaps be the most powerful way Mm -hmm. to become that love magnet, which is a concept that we have that you can find out way more about in the Pursue Oneness this week is Pursue Attraction. And it's, it's... you know, when you're a love magnet, and I thought she had done the best part, which we have. So it's uh, n- number four because there's four things that you're going to learn mm-hmm. in this in oh, in, yeah. in this experience or or uh, lesson. And the fourth one is be a servant. Be so a if servant. you really want people to be drawn to you, attracted to you, and and remember, I'm not saying attracted in necessarily a sexual connotation. I mean, it could, it does work that way. Mm-hmm. It is a good turn on, fellas, just so you know, serving your wife. But it's just a trap. Like, I want to be with this person. I want to hang out with this person. I, you're like irresistible. I'm drawn to you naturally. There's four things that we teach mm-hmm. you that helps you create that kind of environment. Now, we can't control it. No, you but- can't. I, I think that the balance of her choosing to be a servant, that's the part that, she was able to show strength and servitude 
that's like and love that's yes like and love the biggest kind of love and that changes that there. does that truly does okay i'm okay with the story now you, i've kind of worked myself into that idea because i had to bring it I ha- well i think for me i had to really point back to because i do not like when women are demeaned no, or i don't either when, well i know that but i don't no, know, i really i don't want it. to even set anyone up to think that we think that that's no. okay no that's and a good not, clarification but i love that she was able to in the you know she was able to speak that kind of that truth. And that was at core, you know, that's where she could kind of stand tall. And I love that. She could. So here's what you're going to get. If you go to smalleyinstitute.com right on the homepage, I mean, it's right there. Pursue oneness. It's a new online experience that we're creating live basically. And we're already up to week seven on that thing. But what you get, there's also, so you get the four things you can do to create that attractive environment where people Mm -hmm. are naturally drawn to you, but you also get 52 questions. There's 52 questions you can ask each other to create a completely different depth of your intimacy and for your attraction for each other. So it's something that you'd want to take with you and Mm -hmm. go out to dinner and open up your smart device and, and go to these questions and you will get to know each other on a totally different level. It's Pretty cool. And then you and I are about to record a very special bonus video that is only available if you purchase the course. So check it out. Pursue oneness at smalleyinstitute.com now. Ooh, okay. For the Coming back around. Of the day. Distraction of the day. What was it about? Okay. It was about some kind of warm power it, outage. Okay, so this happened in Connecticut. Okay. And there was a big, yeah, it was a snowstorm. There's a huge power outage. It's pitch black. And this mom and her two kids and her husband are all in the house. She goes into the basement, but she didn't have a flashlight or anything. Uh And she kind of had a lighter, you know, with her. Uh She went down into the basement and got a a candle. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Got and a candle, a she lighter. She got a candle. She had her lighter yeah. on her way back up the stairs. She lit the candle. Okay. That turned out to be <gasps> a stick of dynamite. Oh, muddy. In this. What do you do with that? It's better to curse the darkness than light a stick of dynamite. Oh, no. A Bridgeport, Connecticut woman. Okay, first of all, who has dynamite that looks, okay. I mean, seriously? That's where the story gets really interesting. Why, really? Like, wh- how do you get that? I don't know that? how you can pick up a stick of dynamite and think it's a candle, but it happened. I'm not going to criticize her because she's seriously But how seriously do you have dynamite in your basement? I Let me get there. Okay. Bridgeport, Connecticut. She's seriously injured. Uh, her hand and her part of her face and <gasps> stuff is damaged. And yeah, obviously, she lit a stick of dynamite. And it obviously went. Well, I kind of also wonder, like, why usually you the just, fuse takes a bit, and you would like, yeah, go, that's well, I guess obviously she's not wa- a candle, yeah. But she must put not have been paying attention. I'd put it. Okay, what would you do with it if you had? A, if you accidentally lit a right if now, if I walk up the stairs in my basement, I throw it. Throw it backwards right behind me. Yeah. Mm. You know what yeah. I? Well, if but I I'm, could, you know if I had enough time, I'd put it in my fridge or the oven. The fridge. The oh. Fridge or the oven. Wow. See, that's why you're going to survive disasters and I'm going to die. I can't think of anything. you got to put it in something that's going to be gotta, able to contain it. i got to improve my analytical ability somehow. I mean, it'll probably I, blow. It would probably blow the door off of the oven. But at least mind. it would, you know, contain it to the oven and just around there. And it wouldn't just get glass. All, yeah. 
Okay, I don't know. So I think I'm pretty it was proud Katrina, of that answer. Katrina Gutierrez okay. suffered injuries to her left hand, right eye, and chest and arms uh, when she fetched what she thought was a candle, oh. but discovered it was TNT. It, uh, the accident occurred on September 6th, but she's actually suing the home's former owner. <gasps> okay, because seriously. That, no, that dude sold the home and left dynamite in the basement. I know. I kind of felt like that. that was an unfair mm. deal. Yeah, you gotta like. Well, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't marked. Or it's something. a little bit of a Darwin Award. Survival of the fittest. Darwin, like, no. Like, Only the strong survive. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Only the strong get to keep their left hand because they see it is clearly not a candle. But after you, they but light how it, how do you know that she didn't? How do you know that it didn't it look like a candle? Well, I don't. I'm okay with. I don't know. Thinking. I don't. Li- I don't like but you fire, see a big fuse. fireworks. Can, I a mean, fuse is like totally different than a candle fuse. So I'm just saying it's a little bit like a Darwin Award winner. That's all I'm saying. I can't get. To We're the one to say stop. <laughs>